Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators and happy Friday to everyone out there as the Florida football program received some big news today as Joshua Braun, a four-star offensive tackle from Suwannee, Florida, has made his decision to flip from Georgia to Florida and early enroll at UF. On today's show, we will discuss that decision, what it means for the Gators. We'll also preview some of the official visitors coming to town this weekend and bring you some comments from Florida basketball coach Mike White. But let's start off with Joshua Brom's commitment. And if you live in Lake City and you're a Gator fanatic and a recruitnik, well, you got a treat this morning when you picked up your local paper as Joshua Braun made front page news with his decision. We got the exclusive and I spoke to him on Thursday night about making the switch from the Gators to the Bulldogs. Now, for everyone that was following his recruitment this week, it seems like all the signs were pointing toward this being the outcome. But to see it become official on Friday was big news for this football team because Braun, along with a couple other commits, will actually be able to participate in bowl practices starting Friday. Friday because of their early enrollment and finishing up high school early. Now, Joshua Brown was a top target for this coaching staff throughout this recruiting cycle. Co-offensive coordinator and offensive line coach John Hevesy was his primary recruiter, obviously made him a top priority when you consider all the things that Josh brings to the table and the fact that he's a local prospect for the Gators. But unfortunately, they weren't able to land his commitment the first time around. Joshua made the decision to go with UGA over UF. He told me those were his final two choices and it was really close as Georgia and Florida went through the season. He was still solid to the Bulldogs and I think if there had not been a coaching change at his position, he would be on his way to Athens for early enrollment. But that did not happen as Arkansas came through and hired Georgia offensive line coach Sam Pittman as their new head coach. And once he made that move, that opened the door for Florida. Hevesy conducted an in-home visit with Braun this week, and he took a step back to just reevaluate his recruitment and also see who Georgia was going to hire as this new offensive line coach. And after he saw that news go through, after he had a chance to meet with John Hevesy once again, he made the decision to become a Gator. He talked to me on Thursday about that decision-making process and why he went with UF over UGA. I'm going to Florida. So when Coach Pittman left, I decided to step back and reevaluate everything. Um, and so I talked with Coach Smart about that, and he understood my position, and he respected, he respected my ability to do that. So I, I just took a step back and reassessed everything until they hired their line coach, and then I was able to make a decision. Um, and I just wasn't comfortable with um, that situation, and I wanted to go in a different direction. And um, Florida messaged me and met with me again. And uh, since uh, Florida and Georgia were my final two choices, and it was so close when I made sure. my original decision, it was it was a pretty easy decision to make from there. 
and that decision is big news for Hevesy, who had his sights set on Braun throughout this recruiting process. And as some of you might remember, he also recruited Joshua's older brother, Parker Braun, when he was transferring from Georgia Tech. He ended up electing to go to Texas, where he started this past season 12 games at left guard for the Longhorns. But Joshua Braun indicated that he's always had a strong relationship with Hevesy. He's a fan of his hard-nosed coaching style, and he's looking forward to learning from him at the next level. Oh, we played great. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to playing under him. I, I enjoy his coaching style. He's a little rougher um, from up north, or acts that way. So I'm my brother's playing for a hard coach, and I'm looking forward to having the same experience. And I will be on campus tomorrow to start practicing with him and being part of the team. And so that will last until the until December 20th when they go on break for their bowl game. And then I will start college classes on the six. Now in Joshua Braun, the Gators aren't just getting a six foot six, 335 pound lineman who was ranked the nation's number 19 tackle according to 24-7 Sports. And he's a member of the top 247. But he also gets it done in the classroom. Back in September, Joshua was named one of 16,000 finalists for the 2020 National Merit Scholarship Program. His older brother, Trey, who, like Parker, also played at Georgia Tech, he actually was awarded the National Merit Scholarship. So these smart genes pretty much run in his family. And he talked to me here about the process of getting ready for early enrollment and what it means for him to be wrapping up his high school career after graduating on Thursday. So actually today I was just reflecting on how quick it all went by. Yeah. And I can remember just showing up on Swanee's campus when I was in eighth grade and my dad was interviewing for the coaching position. And uh, that seems like just yesterday, but it was actually four years ago. Just, you don't really know what it feels like to be a senior until you are a senior. So I guess uh, this year my appreciation for the senior classes before me deepened and I admired what they were able to do and what they were trying to do. When we come back from this first break, I'll break down what this commitment from Joshua Braun means for the Gators and also look at some of the official visitors who are coming to town this weekend. You're listening to Locked On Gators, your team every day. If you're a Spotify listener, use Spotify Rap to show us your top Locked On podcast for the year. Take a screenshot and tag us at Locked On Live on Twitter, and we will share and retweet. Welcome back into the show. The commitment from Joshua Braun on Friday to the Florida Gators was significant for several reasons. We already mentioned the fact that he will be reporting to campus on Friday and he's able to participate in bowl practices along with Florida quarterback commit Anthony Richardson. It also looks like Florida offensive line commit Richard Leonard will be able to participate in bowl practices as well. And this is big for the Gators to have these guys be able to report early and get a head start with these practices so they can get acclimated to the speed of the game. And once they enroll early in January, they already kind of got a feel for being part of this Florida football team, and they've had a chance to get their feet wet in December with Braun specifically being able to participate in bowl practices. It's going to give him an even better opportunity to get some playing time as a true freshman. He's also going to have the opportunity to go through spring ball, fall camp, and regardless of where he ends up on the depth chart in 2020, Adding him to the roster and getting him in early is really big for this offensive line unit. We all know that the unit has struggled this season, and John Hevesy is still trying to develop that group and also get his guys in there. And what he's able to do now with this class and the previous class 
is get the numbers up for Florida's offensive line to where they're going to have 17 scholarship linemen to work with for 2020. And you're going to have a lot of competition now at those positions where Florida is not going to be stuck with relying on their starting five and they're not going to have some other options that they can go to. Now, what remains to be seen, how much Joshua Braun really will be able to play as a true freshman. But we've seen some Gators linemen be able to do it the last few years. Most recently, Ethan White getting an opportunity this season. And when you consider Braun's size and skill set and smarts and the football IQ that he has, he is going to have an opportunity because he's starting now to crack the rotation. And if he can provide the Gators with an upgrade at one of those spots or just simply push the starters that's going to help this line get better and it's going to help Florida's offense be able to run the football. Another reason and perhaps a bigger one why Braun's commitment is significant is that the Gators beat Georgia to get his pledge. This now marks two consecutive recruiting cycles in a row where it's come down to the wire and the Gators were able to keep one of their top in-state targets away from the Georgia Bulldogs. And that's something that Dan Mullen and this staff is going to have to do if they're going to get over the hump in the SEC East and beat UGA on the field and on the recruiting trail. And by landing commitments like Kyer Elam and Joshua Braun, who play premium positions, that is going to help you close the gap. And it also keeps UGA from being able to come into the Sunshine State and have success those guys that Florida identifies as players that they want in the state of Florida, they cannot let them leave the state, especially to go to their rivals or schools like Clemson and Ohio State. Last year was a big hit for Dan Mullen and his staff when they were able to reel in Kyer Elam over Georgia, despite the fact that Kirby Smart went and hired the Gators secondary coach, Charlton Warren. Mullen was able to counter that with the hire of Torian Gray. And on national television, Kyer Elam elected to go with the Gators over the Bulldogs. Fast forward to this year in the early signing period, which is right around the corner. And Joshua Braun, as he graduated from high school on Thursday and then had to make a decision as to where he would report Friday, the Gators are able to get him to flip his commitment and keep him away from Georgia. And that is a huge recruiting win for Dan Mullen and the staff two years in a row now that they've beaten Georgia for one of their top targets right before they sign. Now the Gators were able to flip a big time recruit on the offensive line and this weekend they'll try to make it happen on the defensive line as official visitors come to town including a pair of defensive line prospects who are committed to other schools. Timothy Smith out of Sebastian, Florida. He is a top 100 prospect, a four-star defensive tackle, and is currently committed to Alabama. And Clyde Pender Jr. out of Sefner, Florida, Armwood High School. He is also a defensive tackle, rated a three-star prospect, and he's currently committed to North Carolina. Both of those guys will be in town visiting this weekend, along with several Florida commits, including Gervin Dexter, who we talked a lot about on this show. He is going to be in town, along with a trio of Florida defensive line commits, Johnny Brown, a four-star defensive tackle out of Sebring, Florida, and Jalen Lee, a four-star defensive tackle out of Watson, Louisiana. To have those guys on campus visiting, hanging out with each other, you have to like that setup if you're David Turner. Having Pinder and Smith around those guys to see who they would be playing with if they came to Florida on the defensive line. And you know that Gervin Dexter is a big-time recruiter for the Gators. He has completely shut down his recruitment. And he has been working Timothy Smith throughout this process. He actually just tweeted about him the other day saying, 
What are you waiting on to join Florida's 2020 class? So we'll see how that plays out this weekend and if the Gators are able to get one of those guys to flip and add to what's already one of the best defensive line classes in the country. Some other commits visiting for the Gators this weekend include the Pouncey brothers, Ethan Pouncey and Jordan Pouncey. Ethan is a four-star cornerback, top 100 overall prospect according to 24-7 Sports. So a big visit with him coming to town. And then you also have Mark Pitts, a local prospect from Buholtz High School, six foot six, 290 pounds. He is a three-star recruit and recently made the decision to be a preferred walk-on at Florida. Instead of accepting a scholarship to play for UCF, he decommitted from the Knights this past week so that he could have the opportunity to play at Florida. And for all the UCF fans out there that think that their program measures up to the Gators, I think this is just another example that you don't. If a guy's going to be a preferred walk-on as opposed to a scholarship player at your school, it shows you how strong that Florida brand is right now and that guys in the state want to come and play for the Gators if they get the opportunity. When we come back from this final break, we'll bring you some comments from Florida basketball coach Mike White, who met with the media on Friday. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you can benefit from more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at a pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code CODE. Just pay $5 shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Welcome back into the show. Florida basketball coach Mike White met with the media on Friday, the first time since the Gators lost at Butler 76-62. to And despite only putting up 62 points and dropping to 6-3 and on the season, Mike White was actually pleased with the offensive performance from his players at Butler. He called it their strongest offensive performance of the season thus far, and here's why. Yeah, it, it, it was our best. It, it was. It was our best. Um, you know, sometimes it, in basketball, it's, it's about whether it goes in or not, you know, and, and we missed a lot of really good looks against a really good defense. Um, we haven't made it offensively. We're not there, but we played better, um, executed some stuff, ball moved a little bit. Um, ten turnovers, you wish you had five. Um, you know, against a team that, that uh, doesn't really pressure you that much. You know, we had some unforced ones. You just got to make a shot. You got to step up and make a shot. You got to make the front end of a one-on-one. You got to make free throws. But we had some threes that um, when we shot them, there wasn't, there wasn't anybody around us. Uh, uh, several. Um, and we're not the best shooting team, but, but we've got to shoot it better than we're shooting it. And, um, you know, especially on the road, when you get a limited amount of open ones, you, you got to make some of them. You're not going to make all of them, but you got to make some of them. You, you, you limit, you take away two or three of those turnovers, you make two or three of those threes, you clean up three or four uh, ball screen coverages on defense, 
and you're right there. You got a chance to, to beat a top 20 team on the road. Um, that's where we're looking at it, at least. Now, that strong offensive performance against Butler was due in some part to some tweaks that Mike White said he made on the offensive side of the ball. He did not like the way his offense looked to start the season, saying at times it looked like a bunch of six-year-olds at a soccer game. But he went back to the drawing board, made some adjustments, and he likes what he's seen with the tweaks that they've made. We completely revamped what we were doing after the first, I don't know, maybe, maybe three games. But we spent the entire fall preparing and, and banking on being able to execute this type of stuff offensively. It was not in our best interest. We cut our losses and revamped. Um, getting better with what we're doing, um, just wish, if you could go back, what we're doing right now, I wish we'd started doing July 1. Um, we gave our guys a lot of freedom offensively. Um, we, were, we were running a lot of freelance, old-school passing game um, where there, there, there are not many rules, there are not many set calls. It was about uh, screening for each other, um, using screens, uh, reading screens, um, so on and so forth. When the lights were on with a bunch of young guys, and we're on TV, we didn't respond really well to that amount of freedom. Um, as I've said a few times to uh, friends and family, it was like watching six-year-old soccer game um, where we know how that looks. Everybody's chasing the ball. You know, in practice, we were back-cutting and we were unselfish screeners and we were curling. I'm going to curl really hard. I know I'm not going to get the ball, but I'm going to help you get the shot. And that's what's going to help me get opportunities for minutes and da-da-da-da-da and camaraderie and cohesiveness and that ball's moving and we look pretty good. And then under the lights, uh, there, was, there was a lot of ball cutting. There was a lot of, and there was very little screening. Um, so we decided that uh, we needed to add a whole lot of structure pretty quickly. Um, we could hold guys more accountable in terms of uh, our spacing, where the ball should go, who is screening. Uh, who's coming off a screen, uh, but that stuff takes time, and we got to continue to improve with what we're doing. And finally, Mike White talked about why these offensive tweaks have not happened sooner, and he basically owned up to the fact that his plan for the offense and what he thought it would be in the preseason, that he got it wrong, and he's owned up to it and spent the last couple weeks trying to right the ship. More, more structure, more calls. There's just been more calls. Um, more of a uh, just more rules uh this this is who's going to ball screen when and where when this guy has the ball this is what we're doing um i mean you can see it it's, it's uh a lot of times it's it's here's our call this is what we're running right now and early on it's not we, we all fall we didn't practice that because we were banking on this i i think we could max out doing this and you go through every season, sometimes you hit it in the preseason, sometimes you don't. And I didn't hit it. I didn't hit the target in this preseason offensively. Um, put a lot of thought to it, put, put a lot of effort into it. Um, the entire staff and, and, and team did. That said, with all of the freedom, we, we did feel like if we have to revamp, worst case scenario, this can help us become better basketball players, uh, just simply better basketball players. And if we got to add some structure and some sets, we can do that, and we've done that. Uh, so it's not, uh, you know, a complete loss at all. And again, I think we're coming off 
a game where um, we did some good stuff offensively. We just, and we've got to, we've got to settle in and make some shots and play with some more confidence. That'll do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we discussed the big commitment from Joshua Braun flipping from Florida to Georgia. We brought you some comments from him on that decision, broke down what it means for the Gators, and also discussed some of the official visitors who are coming to town this weekend. When we come back on Monday, we'll discuss how some of those visits went and recap all the news from over the weekend. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Gators, your team every day.